Welcome to Blossoming Business with Emma Middleton, supporting women through the planning, setting up and running of their new business. So whether your business is just the seed of an idea or already established, join Emma as she shares her own experiences, gives you technical advice and tips, including the things to avoid, and chats to other women about their journeys of setting up successful businesses. Let's blossom together. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Emma Middleton, founder of Emma Middleton Business Solutions, and welcome to episode number three of Blossoming Business with Emma Middleton. In episode three, I talked about the importance of market research, and I mentioned that I would come back to a later episode on your ideal customer or client, and here it is. This was part of the market research that I really enjoyed. And as I went through the process, as well as gaining a lot of information about my ideal client, who incidentally I called Catherine, I also, quite surprisingly, developed a lot of clarity about the products and services that I wanted to provide to my audience. This process is often one that people skip over because it does take quite a bit of time and work but it is completely worth it once you've gone through the process and it will be a piece of work that you refer back to for its golden nuggets of information again and again as you develop your business. It takes you from the point of, this is what I think my customers want to this is what I know my customers want. And believe me, there's a huge difference between the two. It is completely normal to have a couple of different avatars to start with but I would recommend that you just focus on one initially and then expand into others later. It might also be that you find it quite hard to nail it down to one individual person, and it might be that it's more appropriate for your business to identify an ideal community, but the process is exactly the same, whichever you decide. The first part of the process is to complete a series of questions about your ideal avatar, And rather than just listing them all out on here, I've added a link in the show notes to a document which takes you through them all. The aim of the questionnaire is that once you've completed it, you should know your ideal avatar intimately, almost like you've been a fly on the wall in their home or read their diary. You understand their likes and dislikes, their emotions and their concerns. You'll also understand their relationship with your business, where they are with their current journey and what they need from you in order to take that next step. It starts out asking about the easy information, such as their age, where they live, their family and their interests, and then moves on to their hopes and dreams before finally looking at how your business could help them, either by providing a product or service. For example, If you're a personal trainer, it might be that your ideal client is a 35-year-old overweight male who works in an office and struggles to find time to exercise. And while that initial information is easy to find out, the golden nuggets are the deeper information about why they haven't exercised in the past. Is it time pressure, embarrassment, lack of knowledge? What's their diet like? Is it lots of coffee shop coffees, snacks and client entertainment? Why are they looking at working with a personal trainer now? What has changed? Have they had children? A health scare? Maybe seen photos of themselves or their clothes aren't fitting? And what are they hoping to get from the experience with the personal trainer? Fitter, healthier, more self-confident? Basically, 
the questionnaire starts out asking the easy information such as their age, where they live, their family and their interests, and then moves into the hopes and dreams before finally looking at how your business could help them either by providing product or service. It does get slightly more confusing when you're looking at offering a service to children. For example, you might be offering an art course for homeschool children, but the customer avatar always needs to be the decision maker. So in this case, it would be the parent. And we'd look at researching the type of parents that we think would be purchasing art courses for their homeschooled children. Now, I know that you're not necessarily going to have all this information at your fingertips. And while we will probably be able to answer the first few off the top of your head, the ones when we get into the emotions will take a bit more research, thought and time. And this is probably not something to complete in one session, but maybe in a few shorter sessions over the course of a week. You are going to have to get nosy about people during the completion of this process. And I appreciate that not everyone is comfortable about doing that. Obviously, the deeper you go, the more useful the information that you will find out. But initially, stick to a level that you're comfortable with. And remember that we're looking to create a fictional character based on facts from a number of different people. We're not trying to find out personal details about friends or strangers. Once we've been through the questionnaire the first time and identified all the easy to answer questions, it's time to start on some research. And the first place to start on this is always social media. Although it is very easy to go down a complete rabbit warren with this, so keep focused. Initially, I would search in groups on Facebook or other social media that you're a part of. Look at the type of people that are part of these groups, what questions they're asking, what subjects they're posting on and what other groups they're part of. It is also really useful at this point to take a note of the language they're using and how they describe their emotions so you can use that in your marketing later. You can also review the memberships of the groups. <coughs> you can also review the memberships of the groups and take a general view of the type of people who are interested in the subject you were researching. It is possible to look into some of the members in more detail, but this is a part that some people will feel a little less comfortable about, and I have got a solution for that a little bit later. Other places to look are websites for trade associations, certification bodies and other accredited websites linked to your trade or service. I also like looking at Amazon or other shopping sites where people leave reviews as the language they use tells us a lot about their current situation, the reason for their purchase and quite often their demographic. We can also look at competitors here as well. Not particularly to look at their products, but more to look at who they're marketing towards. What does the language in their marketing tell us about their ideal customers? Once the desktop exercise is completed, it's time to get out there and speak to people. At this stage, I wouldn't be too concerned about having a complete answer to every single question. There is plenty of time to go back and add bits of information as you come across it. And it'd be something that you do regularly. It should be seen as a live document that you can go back and update. I mentioned earlier that I had a solution if you felt that you didn't want to look into the details of individuals on social media. And that is to chat to people who are your ideal avatar. 
It's absolute dynamite when starting your business. Initially, it only needs to be three to five people and probably allow around 20 minutes per call. Once you've done these initial calls, it'll soon become obvious whether you need to do any more or not. Areas to focus on in these calls are the areas that you've struggled to find information on in your research for the questionnaire up until that point, along with a couple more that might be linked to your particular product or service. One of my favourite additional questions to ask in relation to the product or service you are looking to sell is, if I could wave a magic wand and get you the result you were after, what would those results look like? During these meetings, it's really important to ask open-ended questions, listen far more than you speak, and if the caller is happy with it, record the call so you can fully concentrate on listening to the conversation rather than taking notes. Nine times out of ten, our ideal client avatar is us three to five years ago. We've been on a journey of knowledge or development and we then want to share it with other people. It might be that we've learned to cook healthier food because we're in a place where we had a health scare. Or we've developed a management system that saves time and reduces stress because we had a difficult time in our corporate position. Or maybe we've developed a product which makes cleaning our homes much more efficient because we discovered a need for that product in our home. Whatever it is you're going to provide in your business, it is definitely worth looking inwards initially to see if that person you were three or five years ago is actually your ideal avatar. Sometimes this can be a painful thing to do, but if you can work through that pain, the information you find will be golden as it will tap into exactly the same emotions that your ideal avatar will be feeling. And this isn't always the case, and sometimes you've never been in the same shoes as your client, but in that case, it's even more important to do this work and to gain this understanding of them. And once you've got that ideal client avatar in your mind and detailed it on paper, it's time to put them to work. You could even find a photo of what you imagine them to look like and include this. They are your new business partner. You will ask them their opinion on everything you do every day and you will start thinking like them as you plan your business. For example, I might ask my avatar, Catherine, would you prefer to attend a training session in the morning or in the evening? Catherine, do you spend more time on Facebook or LinkedIn? And, and what do you think, Catherine, to this text? Do you prefer it in the grey or the pink? As I mentioned at the beginning, your client avatar will take you from the point of this is what I think my customers want to this is what I know my customers need. And there is a huge difference between the two. I meet lots of women who dream of setting up their own business, but are finding it difficult to navigate those first steps and often don't know where to start, what the priorities are or where to find the information they need. Sometimes it's a business in a completely new area that they're passionate about, or it might be a hobby they want to take professional. And sometimes they just think that their dream business is really only a dream and there is no chance of it becoming a reality. I'm lucky enough to have worked with some women in this situation. And while it is not always easy and they have put in some hard work and hours, it's been a privilege to watch their businesses grow and flourish. 
We all have at least one business in us and my free guide will help you work out what yours is. It is a tried and tested process and the exact one that I go through with my clients. To download it, go to emmamiddleton.co or click on the link in the show notes. And finally, if you like this podcast, then please hit subscribe and share it with just one friend who you think might find it interesting or useful.